Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you're looking for real-life radio, you've come to the right place. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. My job is not to represent the world. My job is to represent the United States of America. There's President Trump on Tuesday night speaking to uh, a joint session of Congress with the, uh, the Democrats. Behave like children at times. And then it was really disturbing that they uh, wouldn't all stand and for the uh, lengthy standing ovation for Corinne Owens, the, uh, the wife of the, the widow of the Navy SEAL. Frank is in Ancaster, Ontario. Frank, how are you, sir? I'm quite well, thanks, Roy. I want to say that uh, in my observation thus far, I find that Trump, uh, as much as he's been such an accomplished individual, rather insecure. He's on Twitter. He's, he's taken a poke at the most uh, insignificant, uh, trivial uh, line of comments, um, uh, and he's defended himself. Not only that, he's still campaigning all the time. And I, I think it's just unbecoming that, that he goes to uh, his Florida uh, retreat there every weekend. The guy's suffering burnout already. If you watch him closely, he's looking like he's getting really raked over the coals. And I'm wondering whether this man's going to be able to sustain himself. Frank, you've got me really worried for him now. Well, you know, take a look closer. No, no, but you you've really got me... You don't see anything uh, positive developing here. Well, no, I, 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 his speech was quite a turnover. It was almost like, you know, he might... As though, as though he had a twin brother that stood up for him. I couldn't believe it. But you know what? I'll say this much, too, Roy. His daughter is doing more for him in, a, in, a, in his one, one ear than his wife is doing. He, she is... No, wait a minute. Fr- Frank, come on. Tuned. It's like you're... Don't you think? No, no, no. You're just, you're just judging everything. I mean, you obviously spend a lot of time thinking about it. Well, I, I just like to express the way I see it. And I, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying that he's, you know, he's not going to form a better uh, set of policies in the United States. But I think he's on a treadmill, um, Ryan. I, I think he's got to calm down and uh, let let the acid test be uh, the result of what he's going to do when he when he makes his formal uh, Frank, approach Frank, to the, the, the never, Congress. Frank, never bet against a guy that's got 10 billion Benjamins. Never bet against a guy who's, who's, who's amassed 10 billion Benjamins. Thank you for the call, Frank. In Regina, Dallas, on The Green Show. Hi, Dallas. Hi there, Roy. Uh, you know, I, I think that people, like, I'm not a big political junkie. I don't even really like to use that term. But, like, I'm a logical thinker. And in terms of, like, I'm a 28, or sorry, 29-year-old guy. And, uh, you know, I, I think the aspect why I feel Trump is really going to be successful and it's his run is going to continue is because people in this day and age feel that, or a lot of people, that, you know, you live life and you're handed life on a silver platter. And what I mean by that is you don't have to work hard for anything, um, you know, etiquette, work ethic, none of that exists. And when Trump won the pre- uh, pre- uh, presidency, you know, a lot of people supported him because he's bringing that back into the world. You know what I mean, Roy? Like, how many people feel that they're self and, you know, they're entitled, they, they deserve this, they deserve that? And Trump is saying, no, listen, you know what, you work hard, great. Yes, you're entitled to this and that. 
no, you can't just walk in with this immigration policy. You can't just do this or do that. You put in into life and you'll get something out of it. But none of this being handed everything and you don't have to put in anything. That's why people are starting to, uh, you know, really turn over. You might be right. You might be right. I think a lot of a lot of the frustration that I'm hearing, certainly, is that people are uh, they're fed up with the left day after day after day after day raising issue after issue after issue. Some of them have some degree of relevance. Uh, others do not. Uh, the fact is that Donald Trump has not taken on one issue that is outside his purview as, as president of the United States. Every single issue is taken on is an issue that is justifiably taken on by the president. And just because they disagree with him, they being the left, they have these rather unusual moments where you have Madonna talking about dreaming about blowing up the White House, you know. Well, exactly, Roy. But, I mean, there's that aspect to it. But, again, talking about the left, what has been the big problem? What's kind of the reoccurring theme here, Roy? Well, I want this. I want that. And Donald Trump, again, is saying, no, you don't deserve this, and you don't deserve that. Put in the work. Put in the ethic. Put in the responsibility. Be a proper human being. Get in line like everybody else, and we're going to make this world work. And a lot of people don't like to hear that. Yeah, and I agree. You know, when you say get in line, I immediately start to think about immigration. And I think about people who are in this country without any documentation, who have no right to be in Canada. They have no right to be here. That This is not an open borders world. If you enter the country without identification, expect to be uh, grilled, expect to be uh, investigated. And if you're not who you say you are or if you pose a threat to the country, you have to get out and get out now. There's no such thing as an undocumented immigrant You are either in the country legally or illegally. No matter how many little terms and politically correct phrases are trotted out, you're either in Canada legally or not. And if you're not, then you should should be required to leave. Exactly. Exactly. Self-importance is the biggest poison of the world uh, there, Roy. And Donald Trump's trying to remove that. And I just want to soften that last statement I made a little bit. If you are facing, because this should go without saying, but I better say it. Uh, if you are a refugee and your return to your country of origin poses a threat to you, physical or emotional or other threat to you, then going back there is not on the table. It's not, you know, if, 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 if you pose a real threat, then you can't be sent back. Then some other solution of, that is appropriate has to be arrived at. I couldn't agree with you more, Roy. We're both on the same page and... Like I said, this is what the, the world's changing into, and, uh, you know, it's good that people are starting to think, uh, you know, mutually like this. This is great. I completely agree with you. Thanks, Dallas. Appreciate the call from Regina. There's, there's, a, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of interesting conversation that's taking place as well. Not just good conversation, intelligent conversation, but there's interesting conversation taking place. Jim's in uh, Midtown Toronto. Hey, Jim. Uh, hi, Roy. Um... Uh, good to hear from you this week. Uh, yeah, he does have narcissistic uh, tendencies and so on. He's not used to the job yet. Give him six to nine months, but make no mistake, Roy. Uh, just like in dealing with Mike Harris and other notable politicians, if they keep up this barrage without giving him a chance, uh, the sympathy of the public will wind up returning him for a second term. Now, right now, everything depends on the economy, Roy. I keep telling people Van Jones of CNN wasn't too far from the mark early on, just before Bush was knocked out. When he talked to Jeffrey Lord, and he said, it's all about the economy and jobs. Roy, 
they were hearing this, eight years of Obama. Mr. Bush, we're still waiting for the weapons of mass destruction and the trillion dollars you spent in the Middle East. Mr. Clinton, well, you know about the Clintons, Roy. The, prob- the, the point is with Trump, irrespective of the speech on Monday night, who's going to address the, the difficulties with the American economy? How are they going to get Americans' jobs? Just uh, similar to what's going on up here. The rest of the world be damned for the time being. We've got other priorities. Yes, even if it means North Korea going on a wild rampage, we're not going to be held up to ridicule. We're not going to be held hostage by extorting money from either the United States or Canada. And remember, Roy, absolutely, immigration, other factors, but the economy is number one. People are not getting the jo- their jobs. Millennials and others, oh, they're criticizing Trump out in the open. But well, the reason, the reason, the, story, the reason, Jim, that one of the main reasons that Donald Trump won the presidency, of course, is that he was able to swing the Rust Belt, mm-hmm. enough support from the Rust Belt into his camp. When, and that's something that Hillary Clinton almost entirely ignored. They, she, 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 didn't, she didn't go to Wisconsin once, I, I, I believe, mm-hmm. and she didn't spend much time in Michigan, and people recognized that, noted that, and that's what ultimately may have cost her the election. So Donald Trump is a, is a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's been thrown at him so far has really caused him much in the way of distress, at least it appears that way, mm-hmm. whereas other politicians would have folded. Although this is the kind of presidency, and it was a campaign unlike anything we've ever seen before. We have to become accustomed to the man uh, more so than he's going to try to become accustomed to us. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the way it's going to be going forward. Jim, I appreciate the call. Let's squeeze in one more call from Barry, Ontario, because Alan has been holding on a long time. Hello, Alan. Hi, hi, Roy. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Yeah, you had some excellent points. I mean, his speech was excellent. And unfortunately, although we, we don't want to talk about uncomfortable issues like immigration and, and getting jobs and getting back to work, that became his strong point. And he talked about the issues that other people didn't want to talk about. And this guy, is a, he's a brawler. He's a tough guy. I think he's gaining a bit of momentum slowly with the speech and so on. And I think the left is losing momentum with the ridiculous nonsense about Russia this and Russia that, which time after time is slowly starting to see that there's nothing there there with this rushing nonsense. That's all they had left. And yeah. and if there is something, and I really believe that this is the time is now for a proper investigation because so much has been said and so much has been written and that's it's inevitable. So let's have a proper investigation. And then if it's proven to be as I suspect it will be, it was uh, it was a manufactured crisis by the losers, uh, I mean that in the sense that they lost the election, um, if it's a manufactured crisis, then hopefully their credibility will take some time to recover. Absolutely. Hopefully. Let the FBI finish up what they're doing there. Uh, I think it's all a tempest in a teapot. Uh, you can tell just by body language, when you, you watch Trump and Ryan Priebus and these guys, they're laughing at this Russian thing because they know it's, they're not, they don't seem to be the slightest bit afraid of it. So that tells me that if they're not afraid of it and they're not nervous about it, that the FBI will come up with next to nothing, and then they can move on in our lives. Well, I want to see, uh, I, I really want to see a report on this. I, I'm just curious now, because so much has been said again, so much has been written. There's circumstantial, appears to be some level of circumstantial evidence of meetings that maybe should not have taken place, but I'm not, I mean, I can't sit here and say that's correct. Let's get the information, and then if they're wrong about putting it forward, then make them pay a price. But, Roy, the only thing I'm worried about is some crazy five-year independent council asking a billion stupid questions. If you get the wrong guy, 
he's just going to be a thorn in everyone's side, and they'll never get the answers. I think that's just, going, that's just the way the game's going to be played. Thanks for the call, Alan. We will take a break, and when we come back, we've talked about them a number of times today. You've mentioned them in calls today. They are the millennials, but more specifically, women millennials, and what one of their major concerns is. Just be a few minutes with our friend John Zogby, the founder of the Global Zogby Survey and senior partner, uh, John Zogby Strategists. We'll come right back.